Hi, welcome back to the Uncut 90. It's me, Rookie. I'm your guest host again this week, filling in for Dilapo. I have a few special analysts with me. I'm going to start with Akwi. Welcome back to the podcast. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Back on top, back in their hearts, back on the pod. God is good. Wow, back on top. I see you with your Arsenal jersey. I'm guessing that's what you mean. Well, double meaning if you look at the GHL. Uh, GHFL charts, you know, there's somebody oh. at the top. I don't know who it is, but we think it was Messi. Yo, I'm dead. Humility oh. is so great. Humility is so great. I'm going to move on to you, David. I see you there with your United jersey representing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ruki. The season has officially started for us. And <laughs> so, yes. So, thank you. It's, it's good to see everyone. Good to see you too. Lil Pep, we see you over there. No jersey, but that's fine. I mean, it's there's normal, right? If my team wins four one, I don't know. It's it's kinda normal. I don't need to rep my jersey because it's normal. That's the standard. But anyways, Lil Pep right. in the building. Ground up. Let's go. Here to push on my Low night gang. Slow night gang. All right. And then last but not least, we have Vic repping his Nigerian jersey. Let's go. Let's why go. are you not repping Chelsea, bro? Like, why are you repping Chelsea? <laughs> we'll get to it. Let's not jump the gun. <laughs> we, can, we can get to it whenever, bro. I'm ready to, I'm ready to take the heat today. But, yes, the boy, I'm back to, to take off heads. You know, I know Chelsea's in the mud right now, but, yeah. I know how to. I know how to survive this this water. We'll get back. We'll be back on top very soon. We're here. I'm back. Thank you. Back for on top. Me. Maybe not FPL table top, but it's fine. So, so we're good. actually going to start <laughs> this episode with a segment called "Give Me Five. We're going to talk about who right now we think are the top five EPL defenders. So, you know, some teams this week lost. Reno, so I'm going to go to that team. Um, Vic, why don't you start us off with who the top five defenders are? You know, probably could have used some of them yesterday, right? Oh, you're trying to be funny. United wants to <laughs> now. You're trying to be funny. <laughs> trying to it right, might not know. happen for another it's, three it's, games. It's I got to get my shots it's in now. It's, it's, it's Liverpool's fault, but uh, <laughs> top, five defend, it's top five defenders. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's to be a clarifying question. Is that center back, left back? You don't you're like. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Could be any. Could be any. Your top five defenders. Okay. In the EPL right now. In the EPL right now. Okay. My number one, Reese James. Hmm. That's easy. Um, number two. Number two, I'll say um, Tiago. Number two, Tiago. Number okay, three, Tiago Silva. Yes, Tiago Silva. Your old man, Tiago. Yes, my old <laughs> man. Actually, no, 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 no. Sorry, my number two is Saliba. I'll give it to Saliba right now. You know, okay. From, from, from the eye test, I'll give it to Saliba. From um, the eye test, okay. Yes. Number three, I'll do Tiago. Number four. I'll do um Van Dyke, number five. I'll do Cancelo. So just all the games this weekend, except for Arsenal, you just didn't watch. Only Arsenal game you watched. The others you just did. <laughs> you didn't bother. 
So, Akwi, I'm going to come to you because you had quite the reaction there, uh, you know, judging from your facial expressions. I feel like you are, you, you're you in, you know, a state of disagreement when it comes to George, uh, not George, sorry, Vic's top five. Big state of disagreement. I don't know. I, um, so I only watched the first half of Chelsea's first game of the season. That's the only um, game I didn't watch in totality. But to pick wow. any defender from Chelsea right now, no offense, no shade, I know, but that's outrageous. They conceded three to Leeds. Um, they could have conceded two or three to Everton. That's who they played, right? They played Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the expected goals conceded was for that game, but I know it was at least one. So they certainly got away with it then. Chelsea will show you something. Same thing they showed us last year. Out of the blue, they'll look super mediocre. Every season it happens. We beat them 3-0 when Arteta first took charge. Um, when Tucho took over, we'd beaten them, I think it was 2-0 again. Mm-hmm. We consistently beat them. I don't know who it is. They'll just pick a random weekend and look absolutely nonsense. Watch, it's going to happen again. But this next stretch, they'll be okay. That being said, defensively, they haven't shown you anything to be encouraged by. I know they have key injuries, but in uh, individual defending, they haven't been great. I love Reese James, but when they play him at right center back, he's not a great defender. If you watch that uh, Harrison goal, I've just been watching goals on all day. It was a fantastic day of football. But if you watch that Harrison goal, the positioning there was suspect. I just didn't like the way James was moving. But let me just answer a question quickly. Let me give you the five, because the five are very straightforward now. Anybody watching the UPL right now can tell. So number one, I'm going to give you a young rock star. William Saliba, hold that, take it. Side note, that's how you loan a player, a young player, let him develop, and then boom, impact. William Saliba. Okay. Two, Kieran Trippier. People don't understand defensively he's solid. He's shown his stature. I'm surprised they gave him the captain armband. He's been fantastic and solid um, for Newcastle. He gives them that experience. That guy has played everywhere. He's played at the top level, Kieran Trippier. Next, this one's a little bit tough considering, right? But it has to be said, Diaz has been just superb. He has been really, really, really good. Um, Fourth, I think I'm going with uh, Dan Byrne. You know, we have to credit Potter and I'm sad that, you know, he's a good coach. But when you just lose significant significant pieces, but you're still solid as a unit, that cannot be, you know, frowned upon. And then the fifth one, I think, is a bit of a toss-up, if I'm being honest with you. There are plenty of defenders that you can slot in there. Me, myself, I might put Gabriel in there right now. Um, in fact, that's exactly who I'm going to put in there because... Just looking at what Arsenal has been doing as a defensive unit, I know sometimes they've, like, you know, kind of crumbled. But compared to what Mustafi and it was that Pablo Mari and them boys were doing, you can see that. Like, now when there's corner, my heart isn't beating fast. When the ball is, it's just a certain sense of confidence. I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. If you look at the way Arsenal played as a defensive unit, it's a sight to see. They really transformed. Mm-hmm. So I think they have to get two of those defenders. Kieran Trippi has been fantastic. Dan Byrne, because of how he holds that uh, Brighton defense together. And then um, Diaz from City, um, just because of how different they look as a defensive team when he's in there. Um, yeah, those are my friends. Okay. George, I'm going to come to you. 
Go ahead. Is this based on just the past three games? Yeah. <laughs> this is so far. It's in only three games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll give you my top five. For like, we can't give like a based on the the past three games. It's not enough, like you know, to give a top very five. Yes, it's like, and I'm trust me. You know what? I'll still give you my top five. Well, that's why. That's how, that's how I was listening to this guy talk the whole time, telling me Chelsea is Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is like three games. Like, how am like, I gonna give a solid top five? No, but you see, I think it's because you're thinking of the top teams already. Who has mm-hmm. been solid defensively in three that's, games? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fair, but like, it's not. The question was the best. You know, we're talking about like it said. It, it, who are the be- you guys asked me who are the best center backs in the game right now, and I gave you my my. For my own eye test, watching the games, I give you my my what my top five. Mm-hmm. Is it so not, is that not restricted to center backs? It's any defenders in the in past three matches. Who right now, so far this season, give me your top five. Right. It's not restricted right. to center backs. Yeah, All right, so my number one center back right now it will be Christian Romero from Spurs. I like the aggressiveness that he brings to Spurs. I like the way he plays, you know. He's Argentine. Messi's going to need him for the World Cup. The past three games, he's been solid. He's, num- he's my number one pick. My number two pick is going to be Ruben Diaz because we all know, like, Man City, yeah, the two games he played at the start of the season, they didn't even consider goal. Yeah, he came on for this game. Um, this, the game this weekend, and they did concede three goals, but, like, it was a one-off. But, like, we all know how solid Luis Diaz is. So, I'll give him number two. Number three, I'll give it to Luis Dunk. Because <clears throat> I think Brighton has been solid defensively. Like, they've been very, very solid. And um, I like what Graham Potter is doing with them. Number four, I'll give it to Anderson from Crystal Palace. Right? I like, I like that guy a lot. One. Yeah, because I've been watching him. Like, you know, the kind of... You, you guys know me. I don't like no average... I look at the technicalities, right? I look at the technicalities Maybe. of a player. And when you look at Anderson, he, he brings a lot. Like, that, the guy can ping a ball. Like, it's crazy. The guy Maybe pings a ball like Marquez. Like, the guy is really good. So, I'll put Anderson as my number four. I'm not putting no Arsenal guy up here. If you're waiting for an Arsenal player, there's not going to be an Arsenal player. <laughs> Can you trust a team that has that doesn't have a defender from the best team in the league at the moment? Oh is that least is that least trustworthy to you? Just sit down and think about it. Alright. Number five, I'll put Cancel. Title one. <laughs> title one. Title contenders. Arsenal, that is. I'll put Cancelo as my number five. My number five, or the, the fifth pick, because like yeah, Man City again. Two CS. He's contributed to a goal. Um, he's solid. He has a number seven, like solid player. So those are my top five: Christian Romero from Spurs, Luis Diaz. Mm-hmm. I mean, Diaz from Man Ruben City. Diaz. Robin Diaz from mm-hmm. Man City. Luis Dunk from Brighton. Anderson from Crystal Palace, and then Cancelo from uh, City. Those are those are okay. my top five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had some. Um... Anderson, that's a great pick. I actually really like that one. Yeah. Uh, David, 
Oh, okay. Is, are you saying that because he didn't pick anyone from Arsenal, or are you just... No, I mean, I already mentioned Louis Dunk. It wasn't very original. And Diaz, I already <laughs> mentioned. Louis <laughs> Dunk. I'm talking to Did I say Dan Burn? You said Dan Yeah, Burn. you said Dan Burn. So, oh, Dan well, Dan Burn. Oh, look, look at you. Look. Oh, yeah, so yeah. he said Dan Burn. He didn't even say Louis Dunk. Imagine. Okay, but I said Dan Burn and then went on to go and describe Brighton. So obviously it was a slip of the tongue. Slipper. I said Graham Potter. Everything I copied, That's you now recited, but switched Louis Dunk. I said, I mean. This is going to be a, a good very point. interesting episode. It's an interesting season. It's been an excellent season. Yeah, it is. David. There's only, there's only three games left, bro. Only three games. David, I'm going to come to you and uh, you can round us out with this, your yeah. top five for this segment. There's some really great, great picks. Thank you. Thank you, Wookie, for coming to me. There's been some really great, great picks. Um, for me, keep it short. Number one will have to be William Saliba. I don't know. When I watched the Bournemouth game, the way the, the, the chant is still in my head, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to start offense by chanting it, but the guys look fantastic. That goal is super. Number two goes to Ruben Diaz. I think the guys, the guys, solid man. You know they are just just leaders on the field. They considered three, but I think that's just more credit to Newcastle exploiting the spaces there. But he did, he tried his best, and he's always solid on his place. Number three will have to go to Kieran Trippier. I like that a lot. When he moved to Newcastle, like we we're like, okay, he can whip whatnot. That free kick is pretty good, and I watching his general play like. I'm impressed. I think his three games so far has been very good. But yeah, I can give him give give him that to him. Number four will have to be Jao Cancelo. The guy is good overall. Like he creates chances. Just as Hakna has not been converted, but Jao Cancelo would have to be there. Like death. Number f- the last one will have to be Zinchenko for me. I think watching Zinchenko just take that left back, just play it like he's always been at Arsenal. Like there's no even questions and move into the midfield, like being able to play more narrowly and just being versatile. I just he looks like he's already been in Arsenal. So I'll yeah. I also get, let me. I know big signers. James would be a, yeah. Yeah, notable mention. You know, the last game that they played, it, I wouldn't put it on him. I think Tuchel just had to select him wrong. But James Zinchenko for my last time over there. Zinchenko edge because Arsenal's. Top of the league right now. Right. So. Vic, I feel like you had something to contribute with your hand raised. We're not in school, but please. No, I was just. No, David, I was going to do it. I'll have this conversation with David later. Over this place. The three. I don't know. Don't be don't shy. Know. No, no, we'll have the conversation later. I don't want to take, the, I don't want to take too long. <laughs> no, I think he's a basement of James. I mean, it's no distinct to James. No, like, I come. no, guys, I don't want to stick too long, man. Please, let's just go. <laughs> so we can okay. have I know it's going to be about Reese Reese James, the placement of well, James. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you insist, if, if you insist, Vic, the funny thing is, is we're going to stick. We're going to stick with you, um, and we are actually going to move into a very interesting weekend of games. Um, so I'm going to have you, you know, give us a few words in terms of your view of the Leeds-Chelsea game that happened yesterday morning. I didn't watch that game, funny enough. 
Why you guys thought there's no point to laugh? I didn't watch the game. I told David I slept off. I was legit. I was I was a resident I, Chelsea fan. I, I was sleeping through the game because I slept late last that night, uh, that morning, whatever it was. Well, I'm glad you got you know your beauty sleep. No, but I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you my, I'll give you my feedback from from. Did you day. watch any of the highlights? Anything? I watched the highlights. I watched the highlights, and I, I tried to watch some of the game. I tried to go back and watch some of the game, but I didn't really watch the whole game. Um, yeah, I just think. I think I'll blame both the team. I think overall the team and the coach. I think I think I'll blame those two. In fact, the whole team. I'm blaming the whole team, including the coach. Okay. Um, Why are you blaming the coach? Coach won with the lineup, and and play. Who do you position. feel like? Who do you feel like shouldn't have been in the lineup, or what? What did you feel like was wrong in terms of sequel selection? Um, for me, I think selection wise, I felt like. Um, Reese should have shouldn't have played um, um right center back. Right center back, because we're playing Leeds. We're not playing City or we're not playing like Liverpool. We're playing Leeds. You get me? So defensively, we can actually put what Aspie there or Chalobah. Chalobah is not injured. You get me? Chalobah is not injured. I know. Yes, we're trying to shop him off alone right now. From what I'm from what I'm listening, from what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. But we can still play Chalaba there, play Thiago, play um, play um, um, Kulibali, and or we can flip it around, play Kukurela and play Chilwo, and then play T- um Kulibali on the at the right center back position and play Chilwo, um Bruce James as as right wing back, and then have you, you can't put Galaga and put Jorginho in the middle. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. You get me. Yeah, the Gallagher yeah. one was a bit strange. It didn't work. Love to shoot have been a right wing back. Play him center, play him and center maybe with Jorginho. It's actually a better match because he mm-hmm. he can actually play that position very well, CM wise. Yeah. And then play and then leave the front the same. You get me? Play mm-hmm. you can play this kid there. Play Mason at Cam and then play um, Sterling and and Havertz. As, as mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. me done something like that. That that whole formation was not a for us because we're playing Leeds. No, no offense. Yes, I know. Yes, they beat us from the way the way the whole game came about. But just looking at the team in general and comparing them to Chelsea, I know that's the, that we, we everybody used the eye test. You get me to mm. to judge games before the games happen. Like this is Leeds. We're not playing City to be scared of City and like. Play the right, like play these guys in this position, so we can actually smash these teams and keep running through the table. We can't keep can playing I, this uh, safe game, and it was just I, I just didn't like the. And then we just we just pressed the whole game. Like they pressed us because players in those positions couldn't actually play those positions, and ball was the ball mm-hmm. was not moving. You get so mm-hmm. these things. These things they need to they need to like he needs to like look into it. He can't just come and say we had a game plan and you know it didn't work. Yes, you had a game plan, but. Sometimes the positioning of these players is not working. Style of right. we everything we do is we always put the ball side to side. It's like we don't have a pattern. The only time we had a pattern was last week against Tottenham because who 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 did we have in the middle? We had Kante. You get me? If you have Kante in that position, we would be fine because that's like it's like you have the whole you have at least three or four more players in the middle. You get me? You don't. Now, have, you can, so it was just it was just not it was not the right right players for me to be honest. Now. 
you've said that you also said that you put a lot of blame on the team as well. So if you know, I you these are valid points that yeah. you've made in terms of the setup of the team, um, and that's on Tuchel. But what about the team? Yeah. So team wise, it's like one we're creating chances. It's not like we're not creating chances. We have chances that we could not just put away. You get me? This these are things like we need to like fix as a team. Like if you have chances, you got to put these things away. Mm-hmm. You get. And yeah. if you're on the team, you have to show effort to actually play the game. Apparently, Galaga was not... Galaga didn't really give effort in the game. People were really complaining about Galaga. I didn't watch the game, so it's like... Yeah, watching, the highlight, watching the highlights, the highlights won't give you that much. You get me? That, right. That much I, just, I just know that putting these players in this position, it's not going to work because you're not putting them in the right spaces. Like, you're not putting them in the right like, positions to actually make the team work. You get me? I don't, yeah. know if he's, I don't know if he's testing because people are trying to leave right now, so he's just testing out people in positions to see how it would fit. But, man, the season has started, but we can't be... The testing was supposed to be done in the preseason. But, yeah. Understood. George, I'm going to come to you. And what I want to talk about in regards to Chelsea is lack of... I I don't want to say lack of goals because they did score two last week. But outside of the two they scored last week, their only other goal was a penalty against Everton. Um Sterling having been a city player, do you think that they need to add more firepower, firepower, sorry, to that Chelsea squad? Um, because I don't think Sterling's really enough. George, oh, yes, I need... you go. George, one second before you go on. Let me make this comment. Kudos to Leeds, though. Let me not make it sound like Leeds didn't perform. <laughs> now they play really well. They actually played the same way Brentford did to the same shape Brentford did to Manu. It's the same thing they did to us. So. You know, the same thing Brentford right. did to Chelsea last season too. Yes, yeah, so, back to you, no, it's, George. It's no shade. I don't see. It's not shade. I'm just saying. Yeah, really. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I didn't say it was shade. As a Chelsea fan, I'll take. Factual. Listen, I, when when things are not going for us, I'm, I'm open. I'm, I, I tell the truth. I don't be. I don't be sugarcoating like Arsenal fans and United fans. We tell you how it is. We tell you how we, how it's spinning us and sugarcoat anything. Yeah, keep, but keep anyway, thank thank you for shouting out Leeds. Sorry, George. Sorry back to you, that. George. Anyways, yeah, I think they should. They need to add more firepower. They need it. Um, thankfully, they're about to get Aubameyang, you know, a player that Barcelona signed for for a free. And we need that money. We need that money to re- to register Kunde that we hijacked from Chelsea. So we need that money. So once Aubameyang comes, yes, I do. know the ghost is gonna start flowing. But to answer that Chelsea game, bro, like you can't tell me that your attack is Sterling. Kai Havertz and Pulisic. Like, that cannot be your attack. Like, it makes no sense. You have, like, three players who just don't take their chances. You understand? And you bought Lukaku for $110 million, Then you loan them back. You have Broha, who I guess he was injured for that game. He's like, injured. Still, He's like, injured. Yeah, like, I don't know what Tuchel is trying to do. He, I mean, the formation he's playing right now is outdated. It's a kind of formation you use when you come into a team, like, you know, mid-season, and you're trying to stabilize stuff. But you, it's not a formation that you you play throughout the season. Like, you know, especially if you're trying to compete for the league. Do you get So, the form, like, I don't know. There's, I, I just I just don't see that. There's, I don't know. I feel some type of way about the formation that he's playing. Because he has a lot of like, he has a lot of like attackers, and it seems like he keeps limiting them. Do you understand? He keeps limiting that attack for some weird reason. Yeah. But 
I think maybe Aubameyang coming in, maybe Aubameyang could like solve some of the problems. But even with that, like I don't know, man. Like Lukaku looks like he's flourishing outside of the Chelsea system. Timo looks like he's also flourishing outside the Chelsea system. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe they had, like the way they play is just not ideal for strikers, and you don't have midfielders who or wingers who are just scoring. Yeah, you have yeah. like you know it doesn't work. So yeah, that's that's going to be well to, be fair, well, to be fair, you can't, to be fair, though, you can't also blame the coach because now he's getting rid of players that wasn't his. You get? I'm so, He won the Champions League with that same team. He won. Right. Um, he went to the. Every every manager has to deal with players. Players that is I know, like he was saying, Tucci was also saying that yo, Chelsea doesn't have enough money to rent a bigger plane so all the players can fit in. <laughs> Oh no, he actually said that. He actually said that. So he said like the coaching. No, I, I, I know. Yeah, he I said think. the coaching stuff had to. They had to rent a bus. I'm like, yo, but even Barcelona will not do that. Did you get Barcelona is not going to do something like that, man. Like Chelsea. Like, yes, guys, Bar- Barcelona will just borrow it. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, 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 listen. <laughs> they borrow from Chelsea, Robocraft. They came. They Chelsea, came on Chelsea, bro, Chelsea activated a hundred percent lever. Like they sold their club, and you still don't have money to rent a bigger plane. So oil. Players and coaches can fit. Like, but you're not renting your own. Are you renting your own? You're borrowing your own. For free. <laughs> it's fine. At, at least our players are comfortable. Right? At least they're comfortable. So what are you saying? When, when it comes to money, when you know what you don't know what the, you don't know what the value of money is. So don't open your mouth and talk. Guys, when you know what the value of money is. When you know what the value of money is, come back Vic, and talk. Vic, no, no, no. You know, no. you know what the value. When you of know money the value, is, exactly. you still cannot use it. That's that's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, because you know, we're trying to start with the money. So if there's a way we can save but, it for later, for the later time in the future, we have enough. Where's your like, enough? But like you have the money, you, selling, you can't, you can't selling, spend it. That's different. We're not selling, different. Different. We're not you selling the money. Ourselves. You can't buy the players like, that you want. That's, that's no, we're not selling. We're not yeah. selling a piece of ourselves to still survive. Yeah. You said you sold your whole yeah. club. You get me? You we're not selling club. a piece by force. Before that, we're not suffering. Even before that, we're not suffering. But your, so, club was, was, your club was just close to the Even before that, like we were not we suffering. So I don't know yeah, what you're talking about. Talk to me nice, but don't disrespect us. And, and I would like to move on from the fact that Barcelona's broke, but Chelsea can't sign players, even though they have... Like, it's been done to death. So anyway, Akwe, I'm going to come to you. And for me, my question to you is Kai Havertz. This is season three at Chelsea. Um, in 58 Premier League games, he has 12 goals. Do you feel like this is a make-or-break season for him at Chelsea? I think it could be, but at the same time, um, I don't think it's necessarily any fault of his own. Sure, he's missed some chances. He hasn't really, you know, presented himself in the best light. But in Mm -hmm. fairness, you have to sit down and take a look at all the strikers Tuchel has had since he's come to Chelsea. For whatever reason, every single one of them has had an issue. There's no striker that has been consistent since Tuchel has come in. And you are not have to start asking the question, how come, right? What is it about this system that these players can be successful elsewhere? But once they put on the Chelsea jersey, there's an issue. Both Timo and Havertz were fantastic for Germany. Timo went back and scored on his debut. Like, yeah. what keeps on happening? I mean, I'm really excited for Obama Young to come back because that man is aging. New people are acting like he's 28 still. But he's going to come back and you're going to ask him to press and counter-attack. Sure, maybe he gives it to you for half a season. But you're playing... Prem, you're playing champs, you're playing FA Cup. It's still early days, but just looking at the long distance, and I've been saying this for years, everybody said it was hate. 
But now you have to look at Chelsea. Yes, they won the Champions League, but they won the Champions League because Kante was the best player on the field. Now Kante isn't in that team, and we're looking at like how they're, they're struggling. Kante was the best player for the Champions I'm not going back and forth with you guys. Kante was the best player. Yeah, we agree. Not going back and forth. It was George's reaction. No, but like he was good for like four or five games. Don't say the whole Champions League. He was good in the, sem- in the semis. He was good. In the quarterfinal, was he even good in the quarterfinal? I don't know. He was good in the sure, semis, but, but like, don't yeah. say you're the supporting whole Champions my point. League. No, no, but you're supporting my point. Sure, no, it's the whole I'm, Champions League, but it's a tourney. You have different games. There's some games that are going to be easier to win. If you're playing like freaking FC Sheriff, unless you're Real Madrid, you can beat them both times, home and away, comfortably. Right? I'm, I mean, am I wrong in that? But no. when it now comes to the nitty gritty, you're playing the best of the best. You need a smart coach with a smart plan and a player like Conte. And Tuchel, a fantastic defensive coach, was able to utilize him and be successful there. The thing about the Premier League is 38 games. You can't do that for 38 weeks. And Conte is getting older. This man's back-to-back seasons now. I think it might even be the third season where he's had like a not like a pretty significant injury and he's missed, he's missed decent time. Now, I wanted to go back to Vic's point, but I didn't want to interrupt. You were talking about the formation, and I was looking at it. One thing I've noticed about Tuchel, whenever you guys are playing like fast-paced attackers, that's when he brings Reese James into the middle, right? And you said you wanted to play Aspie there. The way Rodrigo is playing, that James boy from United and uh, freaking Aronson, they will run Aspie 15 minutes, Aspie <laughs> That's how quick those boys are. I do agree, though, that you lose something. I gave you two formations. Right. No, no, you're right. But this, yeah, so I think don't, this make, it, don't make it sound like I don't know. Yeah, either way, No, 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 no. I'm not shit. It's not shit. I'm just you see, talking you see about the players you're... and the tactics. All right, I go. I think you're correct. If you look at um, uh, Gallagher and Jorginho, I agree with that as well. If you switch uh, Gallagher, you put uh, uh, Luftus cheek where Gallagher was playing. So you now have Gallagher and Jorginho in the middle. You keep Reese James at right center back. And you bring on uh, Hudson Adoy, who's rotting on the bench. And you'll either join that game 2-2 or you're winning 2-1. Because works, these would still works. score. I mean, it's like, so, but, and again, that's now on the manager. Um, I don't think it's fair to put this game on the players because, and again, this is a shade to the United fans because you guys deserve your glory today. But when United lose, they lose poorly. You know, even though they put three past them, I didn't think at any point Chelsea gave up on the game or the players weren't fighting or they didn't, you know, run from pace. You know, they, they were in the game. They were in it mm-hmm. consistently, even three goals down. That, you know, there's a testament to that. These are real professional players that are there mentally. But the issue is still that attack. Sterling, he had some chances. He's a little bit of a selfish player. You have to create a system in which these guys have worse. And for whatever reason, Sterling, Havertz, uh, Lukaku, uh, what's his name? That's alleged, his name is escaping me now. Timo, they all haven't been successful. So they need to figure out that attack and what oh, they're going like to do him. about that midfield when uh, Kante isn't there. Because Kante isn't going to be there forever. Are they going to sign, sign a midfield? No, I don't, I don't, to be, this successful, they should go no. and pay the $17 million of no, Frankie The like successful you know. thing is not it, man. Because these guys Ages. have been put in positions to actually score goals and Chances have been. Let's not act like chances have been, haven't been created for Chelsea, bro. Like, chances created, have been created. Yes, yeah, so don't, so don't you make can't concede like, three goals. Chelsea, yeah, you guys aren't conceding three goals. What, like, yes, you I'm, have chances, but if you have, you guys miss chances all the time. In games where you miss chances and you're conceding three, those things add up. 
if your attack was more prolific than the goals you were conceding, we wouldn't be talking about it. But it's just not. Your expected goals are in the water. I forget what it is, but it's not great. Yeah, but that's what I'm it's saying. Not great. Me, it's like mid-table. Mid, no, you're making mid-tip. it. Talk. I'm not making it seem. These no, are the hold facts. on. Let me talk. Hold on. Yes, it's facts because you're making it seem like these guys are not creating chances to actually score these goals. These chances are being created, but they're not putting them back at the back of the post. And if you're not putting these chances at the back of the post, it's going to leave the, the defense on a lot of pressure to actually not concede goals. So it's like these things that they play, they play a role. So these players have to, they put in positions to actually score these goals. That's why they're also taking the blame. Like you're putting in these spaces to score these goals. No matter what position you're playing, you're creating chances to score goals, but you're not scoring the goals. If you're not scoring the goals, your middle is going to be, I don't want to curse, but it's going to be messed up in the middle. Your defense cannot hold you the whole fucking 90 minutes. It's not going to work. You're completely correct. So let's, let's look at let's look at it. Let's not, let's look, it's not negating. You're making you're making it sound like it's the coach's fault. It's like it's only the coach's fault. No, it's not. You got to look at the players as well. These guys are. I'm going to be honest with you, Vic. This game is the coach's fault. Period. It's not on the fans. You guys miss ch- players miss chances every single game. Son is the most prolific. Was I forget what his conversion rate is, but it's still not a hundred percent. You guys are going to miss chances every single game, but the chances you miss. They become, um, what's the word? They, they have more of an impact when you're not solid defensively. And when players can, I mean, leads were up your ass. They could have scored two or three more, if I'm being honest. You guys had your chances too, right? But they were few and far between. You don't need, if you don't have good five goal scoring chances each half, what are we talking about here? <laughs> David, I feel like you had something to contribute. Um, yeah, I, I do have a couple of stuff to contribute. If you watch the Premier League now, a lot of the plays that you see is concentrated on the wing. Liverpool, you watch City, you watch Chelsea, you watch that. I think one of the biggest differences between uh, City, what set City apart is that despite them playing on the wing, if it comes the quality in the center of the field as well, they can still pick you apart. I don't go by, but when you come to Chelsea, it becomes like if you watch the league, there's these kind of like phrases that you throw around how to stop the team. With Chelsea, it's quite easy. You see it. You just press Jorginho. <laughs> like just makes Jorginho cough up the ball to you and that's it. Like mm-hmm. Kovacic was fit. I think it would have been better. But Leeds followed that adage. You put in energy and you press him and they'll keep turning over the ball. James was playing like Saviola, man. Like this same <laughs> I watched the game. Actually, I watched that full game, and uh, I like the hustle of Aronson. Like, um, Jesse March also, I think it's... A lot has been said about Chelsea, about Leeds. Coming in, there was a lot of Ted Lasso jokes. I, yeah. I, but the guy is, you know, he's adhered himself to the fans, and he's been able to get the environment, like the energy going enough for them to keep it going, because, you know, sometimes yeah. we have relegation, it's like, oh, we have to, like, you know, see the relegation. But Bamford is not playing, and you're still able to press and create mm-hmm. chances. Score three goals. Yeah, yeah, they're doing well, and it's it's very good. Um, I want to touch on an issue, something that came up, the James, Reese James thing. Reese James is supposed to be competing with Trent and Cancelo in that conversation for the best wing-backs and whatnot. And if you are a manager and you have that kind of arsenal, like talent in your squad, I, I don't think, like, for instance, Klopp is willing to sacrifice that defensive um, that is a vulnerability in defense to have Trent stay up the field, and if it doesn't work, yeah. work out, we are betting that much on him. I don't know why you would play Reese James at right center back, like in general, because like 
sure, if you are playing against other teams, maybe then it's a question of you actually replacing Kante, getting some more quality in your midfield. Like the Chelsea midfield is, I don't want to, I'm not going to be harsh, but Kai Havertz, a guy, like he's eight goals, four goals a season. Like, like what is that? Like if you're uh, Ferran Torres and like people who are bit part players and uh, uh, City and go score more goals than that, and you are talented. That's the the quality is not there. Mason Mount is also still developing his game. Like you are trying to be Frank Lampard esque. You are that good, but you still gotta play with your teammates. Sometimes you just gotta feed the striker. Like play with the people. Like that's the thing though. The Aubameyang points that you brought up are is very very important. And number nine will score a lot of the crosses that Reese James puts in the box. I say that all the time. Like Kai Harvest has to score these things, but he just hasn't scored them. And there's so many games. They still need to bring Aubameyang in. You still need that striker. Like, for here, you still need to bring him Yeah, But 100%. there's so many games, it'll become carry, what Carrie tells us, a stopgap. Uh, <laughs> a stopgap signing in the sense that, okay, you still need that person you can rely on to play that system. That system of, it gets figured out. Then it comes down to the quality of the individual players. Because sometimes City, KDB just pulls up something in the middle of the park. Havertz and Mount don't have that reliability. So if their wings are not providing, supplying, it's it's pretty easy. And you're pressing George, you know, you can get them down. But Chelsea, I think, yeah. is just bad selection. They're going to bounce back. They're going to still be in the conversation. I'm going to touch on one last point before we move on. Uh, and I'm going to come to you, George. What do you think is going to be different with Alabama Yang that they just couldn't get right with Lukaku? See, that's the thing. That's what I don't know. Like, I don't, because, mm. like, I think, was it Aku or David or someone mentioned it, that a lot of strikers have not succeeded in that system. Mm. And it's the fact that, like, it's not, like, the way they play, like, Aubameyang is the kind of striker, to me, who likes to run him behind. Do you understand? So when you when he gets the ball, feed him that triangle or that true pass, he's going to run onto it and then finish it off for you. But the way Chelsea plays, like, it's like the midfield, they don't see... I think Lukaku was having the same problems. The guy was making the runs, but they were not picking yeah. pick him up. Sterling, oh. too. If you look at that Leeds game, Sterling. Yeah, Sterling made, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He made a couple mm-hmm. of those runs, and then they'll just pass to the side, and it's like, you allow the other team to, like, regroup and be yeah. able to contain the striker. So, if you're asking me if Aubameyang is going to come, I don't know. Like, I want to see how he's going to fit into their system. Maybe Tucho might change the whole system and go back to those mm-hmm. one days. I don't know. But like, okay. I don't. Yeah, I can't give you an answer. I just want to see how that works out. We'll see. That's fair. Who are we blaming? So Who did we end up blaming right now? The players, um, right? Sorry, can I can we I check? We did not. Yeah. The players are not our fault. Can I put a point in? Yes, David. It's yeah. so weird. I keep telling you like this. I think it's so weird on Chelsea's part. Like they went for Lewandowski. He chose Bass, All of that. Cucurella mm-hmm. cost seventy. They're looking out for Fana for ninety-five, and we are talking mm-hmm. about. Nine and the number nine is Albania for 25 or whatever Barcelona decides to. So, you see, <laughs> can I make a point to that? When you get a player like Fofana, right, you're now comfortable enough where you can move Reese James back to right back. Chua wasn't healthy. I know Cucarella, too, I think he could play center as well, but Chua wasn't healthy, at least not healthy enough to start games consistently. I know with uh, Champions League around the corner, he has an eye on that. So he was forced to play Cucarella. And then you now feel like because you don't have the personnel, you now start having James play a right center back. 
the way he wants to play is defensive based. We've talked about, you know, putting midfielders in there to really pick, but that's not his system. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's, I can't understand why he would invest the money in the defense so you can now allow right, his wing backs to be more prolific. That's the okay. way I see it. Makes sense. But like, I don't, see, I don't agree with that. Like, I would not spend 95 million on Fofana. Like, I saw okay. what, I saw what Martinelli I, I, and I Gabriel was doing. To, um, I wouldn't. Like, I saw that. I wouldn't either. Yeah. But he sees something we're doing. Right. I don't know what he's seeing, bro. He needs to play his Because <laughs> me, hey, who do you just blame? The coach or the players? Um, no, Sorry. yeah, now that's what I'm saying. I blame. Two. <laughs> just it's give me a hard time. I'm just giving. No, I'm, it's the two. You, you guys are, you guys are blaming one person. Yeah, I'm blaming two. Of the two of them, they need to play a part in this. You get me? Yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time. But we're gonna move on to the Newcastle versus City game. And George, I'm gonna come to you. Give us a quick review of the game, and then I'll have a follow up question. But I'll let you review it first. I feel like I want to I want to give you guys a good analysis of the game, but mm. you know what? Let's just start with the agenda first. But we're gonna do agenda. Yeah, let's do the agenda first. <laughs> because this is the uncut ninety. Wait, <laughs> David, what are you saying? I can't hear you. You said what? Put the agenda at the end of the analysis. <laughs> I mean, I want to, I want to, I want to start with the agenda, and then if I feel like it, I'll give like a good analysis of it. But the agenda basically is right. Mm. We all know Man City, you know. We all know the brand of the EPL. We all know that, you know, <laughs> Pep does not want to seem like like. To be honest, like I think this is what Pep is trying to do. He doesn't want it to seem like it's so easy to win the EPL. So he's trying to give himself enough competition, you know, to make it better for him. You know, when, after after he wins it, like like last season, like you saw the way he won it, so dramatic. It was like, yo, Pepperson, like he likes stuff like that. Do you understand? So my whole thing is for that. Oh, good, David. So my whole thing is for that Newcastle game, right? Mm. He just he scored first, like you know, like typically when City scores scores first, there's a lot of goals just you know the flow after. But you could tell like after yeah. they scored, they were so relaxed and it was just like yo, let's let's purposefully give... though. Yeah, uh huh. Oh yeah, purposefully, purposefully cause like it was it was like another oil you know oil club. So you know, you know, let me, let me stop with that gender. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, bro. Let me start. Let me start. Anyways, nah, that game I wasn't really expecting it to go the way it went. I think my um Newcastle actually came out to play, and I was not expecting. I was like, yo, they kept up that same momentum for like ninety minutes, and I was like, yo, mm-hmm. that's that's actually crazy. And I think as I read somewhere, like someone in the chat was saying it's gonna be hard for like teams to actually go to St James Park right now because it's like now the the crowd is behind them. Do you understand? So it gives yep. the same average players that were battling relegation some type of momentum to actually like compete or go toe to toe with the likes of um Man City and I think who did they even play? Last season they beat Arsenal, right? They beat Arsenal at the same St. James Park. But yeah, like Newcastle they've been impressive. I think the whole their whole game plan was basically to target Carl Walker. That was pretty much the whole game plan because almost every single play they had was just on Carl Walker's side. And I don't know what Carl Walker did 
the game before, like the day before. But the guy, even Woolock, was faster than him. I'm like, yo, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. You understand? So Maximum was just, we just see him and just kick the ball and just run past him and stop and then watch him come past. Like, it was just like too easy. Like, you don't beat Walker like that. Like, no one goes toe to toe with Walker and just like, you know, dominate him like that. But for some reason, like, you know, Maximum was doing it. He was having a game of his life. Um, Callum Wilson, like, he was just a threat in the middle. And then you have Almiron, who was also giving Cancelo like a a hard time. And then Bruno and um, what's that guy's name? Dolapo's player. They were just pressing Rodri in the middle. Joel Linton. Joel Linton. They were just pressing Rodri. So it was like they just brought the whole game to Man City and just pressed Man City in their own house. But, like... I mean, it's, it's a one-off. It's one of those games. I don't expect, I don't expect other teams or other EPL teams to like, you know, attack Man City like that. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. would dare to do something like that. But kudos to Newcastle, they did their part, and Man City just showed their class. You feel me? Like to just three one yeah. down, came. They could have won that game if Holland took his chance, but it's it's one. So actually, yeah. that's where my follow up question is coming. It seems like people aren't passing to Holland. I don't know if you've noticed kind of the dynamic with Phil Foden, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on just kind of how they're not really picking out Holland? That will not last. These chances? So, I, mean, I know there was that time in the last game where Foden didn't pass, but um, at halftime, Pep took Foden off. And even after the game, he was like, hey, you should be giving that boy. What we've changed the way we play now. Now we have a number nine. You get him the ball. So I know for a fact that won't last. It's only a matter of time. And you know, people still need these guys need time to play. They need to play. They're changing mm-hmm. the way they play. Um, the, the decisions in the final third are going to be different now that they have Haaland, even in the build-up. So in time, I know that's not going to change. Um, I know people are going to be eager to jump to Kane. They'll regret it because that guy sucks and he's a fraud and a big bum. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. Sorry, slip of the tongue. Was that me? Hack. I don't know. Something came over. Wow. The question was already good to me. Let me feel. I don't know what just happened, guys. Mecca, if you're listening, this is your guy. This is Bad Boy. This is one of your members. This is what he Yo. said about Kane. But um, what, I, what I'm like, rookie, to, to answer your question. Yes, I think Aki touched yeah. on some points. I don't know what he did at the end, but I think he touched on, on some points. But it's like this Man City team, like I said, I, like, I, think, I, I think I said this like on the last um, episode, they're not used to playing with the striker. And you could see, right. you could see when Foden got the ball, you could see that like it's, it almost seemed like it was just instinctive for him to just shoot the ball because he was in that position. He didn't expect anyone to be you know, next to him on like it's one of those. It's gonna take time. And yes, Pep benched him um the game before that because he did something similar. Mm-hmm. And then he did the same thing again this game. So Pep might bench him. I think that's why Morris is also not playing because Morris he's, he also did something similar too. But yeah. it's gonna it's gonna come with time. It's gonna it's one of those where as they keep playing, they're just gonna recognize Highland War and you know, they're just going to lay off the ball to him instead of shooting. So it's one of those right. where it just comes with time. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, can I, can I, 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 I
Um, so Emeka, who, who's on this podcast? <laughs> Sorry, Ricky. Like <laughs> Emeka, who's on this podcast, and my brother are Arsenal fans. But you can't say anything negative about King. And since you know, you know Emeka, they like I was just surprised. You know, they are. I think that that plenty negative things you can say about Harry Kane. I think you know the first and most obvious one is all the great strikers of all time. Take your pick, whatever league, whatever nationality, they've won something. On top of all the records Harry Kane has broken, he has still won zero with one of the second best players in the league. I don't understand. Obama Young, no offense, was playing with children and he won an FA Cup. I don't know. I don't know. Nice guy it. or whatever. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, and this is the final thing I'll say on Harry Kane because it's not talked about enough. Cristiano Ronaldo sat out because he wanted to be um, sold and everybody's losing their mind because as if it wasn't very clear to them that Ronaldo wanted to play Champions League. They knew what time it was when they signed him. Now, you have Harry Kane who says he has a, a gentleman's agreement with the club that, hey, yo, at this point in time, I want to leave. He sat out. When he came back, he was nonsense. And nobody's talking about that. He's just some golden boy that has not delivered any trophy. In okay, he came from he's been here over a decade. So what? Who cares? What do you have to show for it? If you score 50 goals and we don't win anything, what is the point? And Mike, I, I, I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening. Striker. This is a prolific striker. I don't know, but nice guy. What <laughs> what who Next time I call call them, I'll I'll need you on the call. <laughs> London is red. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh, I get it. So, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I see why. I see why he's. No, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. So, get so it. at least as as the other Arsenal fans, they are, they they are, you know they see clearly, so they know what it is. But this one is just a pure hater. But have I said anything again. incorrectly? I can agree with you that he's a fantastic striker. He's very prolific. I mean, he does uh, his yes. job to score goals. But does he win? Let's please next next topic. Yeah. So, so we're gonna move on to the next segment. David, you see this? I talk about kidding. You see? Are you kidding. seeing? We're this? not moving on to the next segment because there's one more game we have to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Akri, I'm going to have you start with this game. Um, and it was today's match. No, we're not talking about Sorry, but. Uh, <laughs> no. I thought we were talking United. about that masterclass. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, we're talking about today's match, which I know you personally were very excited for, which is why I'm going to start with you. Manchester sure. United versus Liverpool. I know everybody wants to start with uh, Manchester United and their display today. Um, and, you know, they were fantastic today. And that's great. And we'll get to them in a second. But I think the real story here is um, Liverpool. I think the last time I was on this pod was right after the season when it was time for summer. I told you guys then and you laughed at me. I said, hey, look, Mane's contract is almost up. Salah's contract is almost up. I don't think they'll keep both of them. I don't know which one they'll lose, but when they lose one, they're going to be in big trouble. I, I believe the exact phrase was, hey, there's fire on the mountain mm-hmm. and nobody is running. Everybody kept on talking about, ooh, United isn't doing anything in the transfer window. Liverpool really wasn't active either. Sure, they brought some players in, but they were all young, outside of Darwin, obviously. 
now, not this season, but the season before, the COVID season. I don't know if you guys remember, Liverpool had an injury crisis. Around that injury crisis time, that's where we saw the 7-2 Liverpool. They, we play FPL, they were conceding goals left and right. They just looked very different. Going into this season, they still had a number of injuries. They started the season, they looked wavy. At the start of last week, I told Rookie, Rookie, Manchester United, that getting a result out of that game, nobody believed me. I said, okay. They was getting closer. They said, ooh, big MBE Rashford is looking hype in training. You know, they said, ah, Trent side is leaking. I said, ah, all these things could be pointing to a very big day for MBE. And then we <laughs> saw it. And now we now have to get to the Manchester United part of it. You know, they're going through the troubles, they're going through whatever it is they're going through. But at the same time, it's Liverpool. It's the biggest derby for them. They get ramped up for it. But more importantly, the fans really, really, really get up for it. You know, we've seen um, Liverpool or this derby game at Old Trafford before. Even the games where they lost, I think it was like 4-2 last year or two years ago. The fans were really in it. Okay, 4-0 last year. Then it must have been two years ago. It was like 4-2. But even when you lose, they they show up. I said they will show up. I know if they show up and Liverpool does not have the midfield to cope, something's got to give. Those boys are too fast. I didn't expect Van Dijk to be as bad as he was today, but he was awful. Martinez was just a Rolls Royce of a defender. He was amazing. That little man was just running up and down, saving you guys left and right. Showing you guys (laughs) in comparison. But he was phenomenal today. You don't have to look at the young boys. That is going to be the Cristiano Ronaldo story. But you have to look at what Martinez, and I actually was arguing with a United fan about this earlier. What Martinez was doing was able to let the young boys roam free in front and really pepper Trent like they did. I know Cristiano Ronaldo wouldn't be able to do that. That's good and fine. I think the other games, you can win that game if you play Ronaldo. But that's a different story. You know, they were excellent from start to finish. Ten Hag had a clear game plan. And they were able to execute. What Klopp is now noticing, and is hitting him hard, that press isn't as strong without money, and the mm. midfield has no depth. So if you now want remove that press, and you don't now have a midfield to step in and address that, you're going to continue to see this because the build up is is trash. If the build up isn't as good, you don't get your counters, you don't have your press. The game is now an uphill battle. You let them score as early as you let them score. Now you're sweating the rest of the game. It was just... And the, exactly the game went, I saw it going that way. I actually thought Liverpool might score more, maybe even score first. But I knew that United was coming out with the result today. And honestly, I'm very glad for them. It's great for the league. Um, I still think United loses next week or at least drops points. But um, Liverpool will eventually bounce back. And uh, it was a great game. This was great for the neutrals. It was amazing to see. And then um, Ten Hag, like, my fear is that, you know, the board starts to wake up and really support that guy because you can see it's just very simple. What he's trying, like, it's very straightforward. Let this guy is clear. And that's the same thing I said with Arteta. You let somebody that has a plan come in and implement the plan. Everything after that, you deal with, you know, like you take it, but you have to commit to a plan. There's no stroke gap, no two years. And, like, you're seeing the difference in that. And I mentioned earlier, this is the last thing I'll say, sorry, I'm passing on, just that I love this game. I've just seen everything come together like this, right? I spoke about the difference in rebuild uh, between Liverpool 
and Arsenal. Arsenal opted for youth and thinking long term. Klopp said, hey, listen, we need to challenge now. What can put us in the best position to do that? And he came out with the fantastic first 11 that can and has won titles, right? Mm -hmm. But now you start removing small pieces from that 11 and you don't really have a supporting cast and that 11 on their own are starting to age. It's like... I don't know there's where a, they go from There's there. a gap in the quality from the there's 11. There's a big gap, yes. Yeah. And the, the youth they have, they will be good. But because your starters are so good, the youth can't get the game time they need to get to where they need to go. But all in all, great results. I'm happy for United fans, the good ones, not the ones I have to deal with on a daily basis. But I'm happy for you guys. Great results, great game. George, I am going to come to you. I'm interested to get your opinion of the game. I know that you're a Ten Hag fan, and um, I know that you're also part of the TSL Brigade, as uh, I'm going to decide to call it today. Mm-hmm. So what were your thoughts, and how, how 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 did Trent play today? I mean, like, it's one of those games. I, to be honest, I was not even expecting United to show up like, like the way they did. I was not expecting that. Um, I was expecting Liverpool to run, you know, press them. But, like, I could actually mention a good point. It was like, without money, that press is not there. Like, you understand? It's not the same. And it, yeah, it, I mean, that's that's like a really good point. I never, I didn't even see that. But that that's a really good point. I'll give you that. I think. For once, you made a really good point. But that game, like, I was expecting, like, Liverpool to press, you know, United. I was expecting, like, United, they should not be able to, you know, play from the back that he's Like, you saw the way Brentford press these guys. Like, why mm-hmm. couldn't Liverpool do the same thing? Because you still have the same McTominay that was giving the ball away when Brentford was pressing. Yes. You still have that same guy in the midfield. You still have Christian Eriksen. And he was still giving away the ball today, too. Yeah, but, like... You know. He was not, gonna... yeah, yeah, but like he was not being caught on the ball. Like he was just voluntarily As giving much. the ball away. Yeah, there's that too. But like I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Klopp is thinking. I mean, I knew. I think I mentioned this like last episode too. I know they're gonna concede because that defense, like, you cannot do the same thing over and over again and not expect teams to catch on to it. Like everyone knows that your weakness is strength. Everyone knows your weaknesses on your fullbacks. So now teams are setting up to um to like take in whatever pressure that you come with, and then they'll release their fast guys on the wings. And tonight, mm-hmm. Ten Hag just did that perfectly. Then start Ronaldo, started with Rashford, started with Elanga, which I was like, what the hell mm-hmm. is going on over there? But like you could see the game plan. He was just trying to get the fast guys on the wings and then just hit them on the counter every single time. And it wasn't like Liverpool even dominated the game. They were not even dominating the game to begin with. It was all right. United. United seemed more hungry. United seemed like they wanted to win the game more. Maybe what the board needs to do is every single time that United goes to a patch, they just go to Madrid and go sign one of their guys. And maybe that will <laughs> energize, you know, the other <laughs> United players. But, like, nah, United was, imp- yeah, United was impressive. But I want to see... Like, I don't think the the, the problems that United is facing has been addressed. I think the way Liverpool yeah. set up was just, the, like, it was just beneficial to the way, you know, the kind of players United have. Do you understand? So I want to see the way right. 
United is going to play against a team that sets back, where now you have mm-hmm. to actually pass, break you know, down. break them down. And I want to see that. I want to see how United, well, you know, plays plays with team, against teams like that. But United, were, mm-hmm. they were impressive. Liverpool, I mean, I think they're going to struggle this season. Like, this is not because of this game, but, like, I think I said it. I said they were going to concede a lot of goals. I was thinking they were also going to score goals, but it looks like even the goals are drying up, you know. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Let's see. Maybe if they gave money, the money he wanted, they may probably have nine points. They don't. So, hey, maybe they need to call back, you know, go to Bayern, try and get money back, give him the money that he wants, bring in Origi back. Yeah. Do something. Oh, Do something. God. But, yeah. Vic, did you get a chance to watch the game? Yeah, I did. Uh, may I have some uh, of your thoughts on the match? Yeah, man. I told David I was praying for you guys, man. Yes, we thank God for your prayers. We do. I actually, actually Clearly they work. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to I wanted you guys to win, man. Because after after Chelsea's blunder, I needed I needed United to like do me a solid. You know, why, I needed why a draw. Need, why, 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 <laughs> I just, I just, at least City can be up there. If City is up there, it's fine. I want us to be at least at the bottom of Liverpool. Let's let's be in that bottom side. So let's all be bottom together. Is what yeah, let's doing. let's let's fight. Let's all fight our way up to the top. You know, see okay. how we all do. It's fine. That's not who impressed you? That's who impressed you the most on the pitch? For me, Alanga. That first half, I don't know okay. what it was, man. I, I just, I love that kid, man. Yes, for me, I, I really, I don't know. I love that. Martinez also, let me not take, like, mm-hmm. Lissandro, he actually really played well today, boy. For the first half, for the first half, I'll give it to Elanga, man. Because the boy, his movements, his speed, the way he was running past Trent, it was just, it was ridiculous. Like, I don't know what it was on that, on that left side, man, but he was going crazy. He almost scored a goal, you know, hit the post. You know, yeah. he had, you know, he had a, was it a free kick or something? In the, boy, he was just, he was just a mess. He was like a mess. He was everywhere. Yeah, he was just, you know, giving problems. That first half. But the overall game, I'll give it to Lissandro, man. He really, he really came out today. I think the partnership with Iran is, is really mm-hmm. solid. Gives Ooh, him not that. He knows he's stable. He knows he's stable on that side. So he doesn't have to, like, cover that side because... The last two games he had to cover that side and also cover his side. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't working for him. So that, that partnership is really good. Um my let me just give you the list, man. The Marciela, the what's the left center back? What's his name? The left back. Tyron Malasia. Malasia. A George player. A George player. Kept, George kept, Scout. Kept, he kept he kept Salah on lockdown, man. I don't know what I said. Was. I said that from the start. As soon as like, I saw the lineup, I saw Malaysia. I was like, Salah. ah. He didn't let Salah move. Salah could not move. He didn't let him breathe. He didn't let Salah move. The same also. Dalo, yo, Dalo was on. What's his other? What's that kid's name? Luis yes. Diaz, man. He was. It's like the whole back yeah. line. They were. It's like they. I don't know. Like. Like Aki was saying, it's a, it's a derby between those two teams. It's a big one. So United just came because I was praying for you guys because I wanted you guys to win. But I just felt like, man, Liverpool, the way they were set up, they've drawn two games. Salah is coming here to just go bonkers. But oh, yeah. you, guys, you guys played well defensively because 
you guys are still pressed, man. They pressed you guys. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like Liverpool didn't have chances. They had chances, but right. defensively, you guys defensively and and what's his name? The hair actually came out to perform today. I think that blunder from last week. Yeah, he came out to make that up, and he really did good today. So, but yeah, overall, you guys really did. Good. I was really impressed with the team. You know, you guys did. You guys showed what Ten Hag actually wanted to do. You know, playing, not playing Ronaldo, yeah. not playing um. Maguire is a really Maguire. Good. And Luke Shaw also. Let's not look and Luke Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, Luke Shaw. taking out Luke Shaw too. So yeah, it was it was a good overall performance for me, guys. So David, I'm gonna wrap up with you, Mr. Mr. Rashford Stan. Um I want your thoughts on the game and also I want you to touch on the protests that were happening outside of Old Trafford prior to the game. There were many people there. Um, it's still hashtag lasers out regardless of, you know, the Casemiro signing and what happens in the next, uh, what was that, nine days of the transfer window. Um, and I kind of want you to touch on why these protests are happening. We won't go too in-depth in terms of the game. I think everyone else kind of covered that, but I know you want to shout out Rashford, I'm sure. Oh, so take it away. Thank you. Thank you, Rookie, for those fantastic questions. Um so this is how I'm going to start. It was all, it's all about a horse. This whole thing is all about a horse. <laughs> yes. like, um, and oh. that this protest usually come up for these Liverpool games because Liverpool is United's biggest rival. But this is essentially, if you don't know anything about it, essentially what the fans are upset about is that the Glazers have taken, they just keep taking out money of the club and saddling the club with interest debt and debt. Because when they sign the club, they signed the club using a leveraged buyout where they took out a loan against the future assets of the club, which, you know, at the time, 2005, they were like, okay, that's a great idea. They, they have used that uh, strategy to buy several uh, companies in the past. But at two, uh, 2005, United was hugely successful. We made a lot of money, so it turned out that it works. The club keeps generating revenue to pay off their loans. We never had any loans before as a club till so they took over and they now we are paying back on uh, we are paying back their interest loans so this is where it comes up and when they came in they have no idea about football they never put in a structure what you were saying agree like they would sign a coach like van Gaal. here you are your philosophy will give you 300 mil buy whoever you want you will sign them if they you don't get results you fire him and sign a disparate uh, a completely different philosophy in Mourinho. And he comes and he's like, oh, sign me these guys and they are leftover players. There was no planning. Because when Woodward came, initially the reason why he got so much hype or clout at the club is that he literally doubled the club's revenue. Like revenue-wise, the guy knew how to make money because he's an investment banker. He's not. And he didn't want to hire any technical manager. But that's just a long rub of it. The fans are upset. United fans have tried to buy the club back from the Glazers several times, but they keep putting the value at numbers that we cannot reach. Essentially, the guys are going to make money regardless, but, you know, it's our club and we still have to support it. Um, Rashford still has to Wait, show why. Yeah. Sorry, I have that. You said the fans are trying to buy the club back? like Yes. So the, the Manchester mm-hmm. United fans uh, set up a, a trust. It's called the Manchester United Supporters Trust, MUST. And also prior to that, there was a Knights, I forget, Manchester United Football Knights or something. They tried to buy the club back. They put back several investors, consortiums, to put together money to buy the club so they could have majority ownership back. 
but it never worked. The Glazers will not sell. They wanted over a billion for the club that they signed. They bought for eight hundred million in a leverage but, buyout. Sorry. The yeah. thing that basically I'm, I I heard what you said, but the thing with you know the way soccer is right now, I don't think you want to give because that's a problem that Bayern is facing. That's a problem that Barcelona is facing, and a lot of these Spanish clubs is that you don't like. You have the likes of Man City, you have the likes of Newcastle, PSG. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. want, you know, you can't compete with those clubs if, you know, that the fans exactly if the fans own it. Like you can't compete well, this with clubs. Like you brought up George, not to interrupt you. So what the the fans are actually the most upset about is that the money that Manchester United spends is not from the Glazers. Like Abramovich was putting his money into the club, they don't spend any of their money out of their pockets. They literally spend their revenue from the club because United is so big. Look, I'm wearing their chairs, giving them money. <laughs> like, they they generate so much money that the guys have literally not put any of their money. They literally, I think we rank number one of the amount taken out of the club. But because we have so much revenue, Woodward's commercial deals, we are even on the New York Stock Exchange, bro. Like, <laughs> like what are we doing on the nights anyways? But, um, that's where it is. They don't spend any money, and we make enough money that they can waste it. But like, if and it, with that revenue, the debts are being paid as well. Yeah, debts are. We are paying off their interest uh, debts on the loans that they used to buy the club, which is shocking. So that's why the fans are upset. We love the club, but like, give it back to the fans, man. Like, you know, like let let uh, like they used to own the bus. And I think if they, I think sorry, David, but yeah, I think no if they actually introduced some sort of structure into the club mm-hmm. and we're actually running it like a football club, mm-hmm. the fans wouldn't be so upset because you can, like you mentioned, you're just giving money to managers, but there's no actual structure behind that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the squad now, you have players from Sir Alex Ferguson's time all the way now through 10, all of them, yeah. which is absolutely insane to think about. I mean, Phil Jones is still... Still, still collecting salary. <laughs> How? I like Jones, man. It's just been too long. It's been there. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna let you finish, David. Sorry, I just wanted so, to. Um, little, I, I, little, I, little point there. Mostly about the Glazers and everything. Like Manchester United is just a cash cow when it comes to all. That's all it is. We yeah. just too much money. It's just commercials juggernaut. But. I this is one thing I'll say about the actual game. Let me actually talk about the game. I didn't watch the game. Hey. I had scheduled a meeting um weeks before this, and like I was like, okay. Some of us some of us logged out of work at 2 30, bro. I, I some of us have fucked my paycheck. I have I'm kidding. FOMO, like the United, you know, United streets are buzzing, you know. This is what United players do. If you guys have ever, you know, WASI, BEC, if you, you know, people, you won't study. And when the exams are about to come, then people start to chew. And when the pressure is, the, the pressure is on, oh, I've done it, everyone does. These United players are like that. When the paychecks are on the line and the fans are ready to literally go to someone's house and drag them out, because you can imagine if you lost this game 5-0, someone is getting dragged outside of their house. Like, the, when the pressure is just unbearable, and also, and there's, I have to say this, I didn't watch the game, but prior to that, I saw the lineups. It was Milner, Elliott, and what's the name? I, and Henderson in the midfield. Henderson. In the midfield. 
and like we have to be honest, Liverpool are a good team. They are fantastic. I still think they're gonna do well this season. Just you know, slow start. That's not a midfield that anyone would be afraid of. They have injuries, and you're coming to a, like these guys, these United guys, who literally we are at home, and we literally have to play like do something. Then I expect them to win, no, but I expect them to actually put in a performance, like you know, in the end. I went back and I listened to my analysis on last week. It's just depressing. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. I'm like, dude, we can't we can't keep like we have to show some fight. But like, anyways, I'm glad that you won the game. Um I didn't I didn't watch the game. I just go by the I looked at the statistics. I've seen all the extended highlights. Rashford, I'm happy for him. Like everything that Manchester United, I don't know, that we are trying to do, I'm not sure because the lineup keeps changing so much. So I don't know how Casemiro will fit into the team, but as for this particular game, I'm very, 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 very happy. Like um, I hear Malaysia lockdown, Salah, Salah still scored, and I also want to address Liverpool in this. A point that Akpi said about Mane's departure, they tried to cover that with Jota and Nunez signings, and Firmino is still around, but they still mm-hmm. haven't found a mix. Jude Bellingham that you are going for the sales next season, he might be needed this season because that midfield cannot, it's, they're a little light in the midfield. And without Mati, Gomez also just came back into the squad. Netflix was not good the last game. So they need to like address some certain issues. But Liverpool, Liverpool they're going to they're going to bounce back in the sense is that. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm happy as a United fan. I think, you know, the season has started. Um, <laughs> you know, look at David is smiling. This is great. This is just because I don't understand why these guys can do this to us, the fans. We don't deserve this. Like we just wake up, <laughs> like seven, right. eight years, You make so much money. Like put in effort. Like you were saying, Aki. Like the Chelsea guys lost, but they put in effort. Like if mm-hmm. you're losing against Brentford and everyone is sluggish, it's not good. Like, yeah, there's gonna be stories and whatnot. But I think as United. Uh, we should just build on this this foundation. I'm just gonna do more work research into everything since I didn't actually watch the game. But yeah, I'm very, very sorry, excited. David and Rookie. Just while I have you, I'm on the United topic. Solid win. I think your next fixture is Southampton, Southampton. at home or away. 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 Uh, you guys want to give predictions for that game? Oh, we will. Don't oh! worry, we got predictions coming up. We got predictions coming up. Actually, before we get to predictions, just to break up the conversation about um, EPL, we're going to talk about FPL. And George, I'm going to have you take it away. First, we're going to talk about who Bust of the Week is. And then we're going to spice things up. George, you're going to tell us what this team looks like and what changes you would make to fix the team. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. So um, I don't think we crowned a bust of the week last week, uh, last game week. Mm. But the bust mm-hmm. of the week last game week was Roland. I I can't go through his team right now because you know it's, it's it's in the past, right? But we can talk about the bust of the week this game week. He's our current champion. Uh, he won the league on the last day. From someone who was on top from game week one to game week thirty-seven, um, Daniel is our current bust. He's our current champion. Um, he got thirty-five points. Um, he took a negative four. His team is still solid. 
you know, his team is still solid. I think this team is probably going to bring in a lot of points the next game week. Um, he has Trent, he has Robertson, he has Cancelo, Cucurella, and James. That's his defense. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, wait, wait, wait. Horrible How many points does defense? defense? <laughs> How many points does defense rack up, though? Exactly. So his defense, three? his back his back five basically gave him three points. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those game weeks, right? <clears throat> I feel like next game week, this yeah. same team will probably, this same back line will probably bring in, like, we'll probably pop, yeah. a lot more points. But it's just such high-risk, high-reward. Why yeah, put all your eggs on? Yeah. On a Mendy fumble. Like, what are, like, what are the chances it's, of that? Yeah. It's a lot of money in that back mm. line to be getting three points from five players. It is, it is. But it's still, like, yeah. you know... He's still the champ. We still respect his decision. I know he's gonna bounce back next game week. Um, his midfield. What's the rest of the team looking? Yeah. His midfield. He has KDB, Martinelli, Da Silva. Yeah, that was the three. Um, okay. Yeah, it was okay. They brought in points. You know, KDB got an assist. Martinelli scored a goal. Da Silva, I think he got a yellow card, but. It's still solid. It's still a solid team. Like the midfield is solid. And then his attack he has Holland uh-huh. his, his attack he has Holland and his shoes. So um Who did he captain? He captained his shoes. So Okay. I mean his shoes could have I mean his shoes scored, but it was like rude rude offside. Of, uh, for offside. So like I mean he's bust, yes, but like this team is it's just one of those game weeks. Like going into like the next couple of game weeks is probably gonna get a lot more points. It's still a solid team. Um so yeah. Just nothing yeah. wrong with this team bro. We good. We good. Going off you are. Yeah. We good. We good. Now Akwi, I know you are top of the table. You also just won your head to head for this week. Um, did I <laughs> Ooh, oh. the faux humility. Um so anyway what what change would you have made? We're coming to you since you are on top of the table. What change would you have made to that team? Why are we? Because um, it is a good team. No, no, rookie. Why are we going to? Uh, no, no, George. This is no, let me talk. Let me speak. talk. No, but like the champion clearly knows what he's doing because he won the league last season, right? He won it from okay. you in the Who final won the season before that. I think you should. I know we we're talking about a current champion though. We're talking about exactly right. We're talking about the current but we're we're current, but we're talking about the current season as well. And since Aki is um, top of the league, which just is to get his... probably not going to win at the end of it. Like let's be honest. No, I'm sorry. Is it, this is top fifty and above that can speak at this segment? If you're not top fifty and above, maybe just raise your hand until, and then maybe you can they pick you the next segment. But oh, shit. I don't. Know. I mean, what's the, the point? What's the point of being on top if you're not gonna win it? Like, that's my whole thing. Like, why lead the league from game week one to game week thirty-seven and not win it when it matters? Like, why do that? Do you understand? I feel like you. Like right now, we have placeholders, right? We have placeholders in the top fifty, right? Especially at that number one position. That the person that is a placeholder. You understand? That's it. When that's the owner, when know, the owner comes, the, when the owner comes, you will give up that position. For now, See, you're just fantastic. Thank you for that. That was amazing. And, you know, you make a fantastic point. Yeah. Um, like, you know, we should listen to the champ. So, having won the league once, the I still think, excuse me, having long won the league <laughs> once while you have not ever, I think 
it is still my turn as the host had, you know, just directed the question in towards me. So unless you're 50 and above, before you speak again, let's just use the raise the hand feature on this. You know, just, you know, and then maybe we call on you. But for those of us at the top, the way I would have approached this week a little bit differently <laughs> is, um, I don't know, and every manager plays differently. Personally, I just, because I, like I mentioned earlier, I don't feel comfortable putting all that money in defense. Even in a good defense like Chelsea, you turn around and you look at 3-0, or 2-0, was it 2-0 before the half? And off the first goal was off a Mendy blunder. I feel like with it's just so high risk, high re- reward, right? And I think for the most part, they had good fixtures on paper. You didn't think Manu was going to score against Liverpool. You didn't think Newcastle was going to score three against City. But any given day, you can catch that result. So I don't like to put all that risk in defense. A lot of people like to do it that way. I think we've been blessed with a good season where there's a lot of value elsewhere. So you're not forced into five at the back. I know a lot of people believe that, but I don't. And um, it's worked out well so far. I hope it continues. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Like I said, it's a lot of money in defense. It's a lot of money in defense. Yeah, so, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's sorry, a lot, it's, George, go ahead. Yeah, it's a lot of money in defense, but, like, he's still the current champ. I don't know why we're having people claim they're champions when he won the league 10 years ago. Um, He's still our current champ, you know. He still knows what he's doing. I'll back him. He's a ground-up member. Like, he knows what he's doing. I'll back that. Um, So, yeah. Loyal guy. Exactly. Growing up. Since you're a a big backer, Mm -hmm. per your own admission, how about you back him into a friendly wager? Um, Let's see who wins the league. In fact, that's even too much. Let's see who finishes higher. Me or anybody from ground up. I'll let you take your pick. In fact, all of you put together. So, so here's the thing. This is what I'm not going to tolerate. I like ground, no ground I up, like ground up. I'm out with the long talk. Please, like please hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me talk. Let me talk. Ground up has four trophies, more trophies than any other organization in that group chat. Four solid trophies. So you cannot come on here and be talking anyhow. Once you win, bad boys. How many trophies do you guys have? Just one, right? Lequip, your people. I haven't been in the you league have for more two. than four years. That's the only reason you have it, no it, it, Guy, it doesn't. You've been in the league for three years. You only have one trophy to show for it. So it's three more or less than four. But here's the thing: we won two trophies last season. We did a clean sweep. We won the league and the head-to-head. The season before that, no. we won the head-to-head in the Euro. No. Yes. Oh, that is so fantastic. Exactly. So, no, but you've been there three seasons ago and you still didn't claim it. I'm here now. Have I I won? Since I've been here, have I won and you have not won? It seems like that's the case. No, you've won the league once. No, no, you've won the league once. Ground up has won the league. And you've won the league how many times? Have you won the head to head? No, that's not what I asked you. No, you have you won the head to head? How many like, times no. have you won the league? It's a yes or no question. Zero. How many it times have you? How many times have you won the head to head? How many times have you won the head to head? Zero. Exactly. But I'm second so, or third every single year. It doesn't matter. No, you don't get you don't get trophies for that. I've been second, so yeah. I've been third in the like you know in previous seasons in the league. It does, I still don't well get any trophies. No, congrats. For that. Exactly. Third is still so, not first, but like I mean, to your nah, no, this is still not whatever you claim. One thousand percent. Exactly. You've made great points. Fantastic. Well done. But all this just sounds like gymnastics to say that you're not going to place a friendly wager about who's going to finish on top. 
that's all I'm hearing. I mean, so we, 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 no, the way it is. It's a yes yeah, or no question. No, so the wager is, hold on. The wager is you are going to finish ahead of every single member in Ground Up, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. How much do you want to put on that? How much are you willing to give me? How no? How much? Are you, okay. <laughs> this guy. All right. Let's do a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Why are you sweating? I'm not looking at you. I'm looking, I'm waiting for you to say something. I'm waiting for you to say what something. What else do you want me to say? What, are you are you ready? Because you are the one that's giving yes, us the money. Yes. So are you ready to give us hundred dollars? One hundred yes. US dollars. All right, hundred dollars. You're going to finish ahead of every single Grand Up member. You're done, nigga. <laughs> Grand Up, oh, nigga. Four trophies, bro. Four trophies. <laughs> Four okay. trophies. Okay. So did a clean sweep last season. I'm, League I'm, and heads I'm going to. I'm going to write this down. On this date of Monday, August twenty second, twenty twenty two. Um. We are agreeing that actually Aquie before we I know you know what let's, let's do it let's do it because I want to, I wanted to ask the ground up people but let's no, do it I trust no. I trust my we're organization here, we're we're here now you know mm-hmm. if one says it the rest back you right that's how organizations work no um, that, it doesn't work see we're de- we're a democratic organization you know everyone right. has well, to vote anyway. and give their say but Monday August twenty second twenty twenty two. We're agreeing that come the end of the season, which I, off the top of my head, believe is May 28th or May 29th, 2023, Aqui will finish higher on the league table than every single member of Ground Up. We have a $100 wager on this. Best believe we will be revisiting this on the final podcast of the season. And I, we better have both of you guys on this podcast when that happens. I'm always consistent. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ground up. Right. Trophies. Clean what? sweep. Let's $100. go. Let's go. And you know, and you know what? I'm feeling generous. I'll throw in fifty dollars to the winner. Right. It looks like you guys just bought me my 2023-2024 jersey. I don't know. Who knows these things? Okay. Confidence. <laughs> You don't talk too much. Um, we'll, 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 let, we'll, we'll do the talking. You the don't talk too much. We, talk you? Too much. we will not talk too much. We will not. Can I, can I, chime, can I chime in here? So I'm actually curious. I don't even want to. You know what? I'm not even going to ask him. You can, no, 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 David. No, David, ask. ask, ask. I don't want to cure this. Any, but any, if you win the $100, how you guys will split it amongst yourself for always? <laughs> if, if what? If we win the $100? No, so it's basically me, right? Backing myself, do you understand? It's basically backing your, yeah. backing your group. I'm backing. Well, yeah, I'm backing. If some, if most, a member in our group finishes, we will talk about it. But as it stands, don't worry. See, David, don't worry about it, right? Don't worry about what, how we're gonna split right, the money. Right, I don't worry about it. it. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. We got it. Ground up. We got it. All right. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you how confident? Hold on, hold on. I, as, I don't as even as know who's in ground up. So it's Ernest, Romeo, Daniel, Mandems, and George. Those five niggas. You for double it, if I had known. <laughs> Wait, I don't. Why is Aqui talking so much when you like a ground up member won the league from you on the last day? Like I don't understand. Oh you lost. 
you lost the head to head and the league on the last day. Like, why are you talking so much, bro? Like, this is crazy, bro. Guys, guys, you lost guys, the head to head and the league on the last hey, day. Ground up, but the thing is that by himself, though, by himself. Let's let's do. But rookie, look at this though. He's putting. But this is an embarrassment to you, though. He shouldn't even be taking this deal in general. He's putting only himself versus the five of you. Like yeah. that dude should have never. But no, George, but like, that dude should have never. No, been. That is an insult. Like he's insulting. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. No, it's five of us. Because so because, we have because five chances. Because if you win at the end, that's what I'm saying. Even though even if you win at the end of the day. It's still uh-huh. five as guys versus one. No, it's not five. As like he's... much as I am enjoying this conversation, we do need to move on. <laughs> um, we don't have all day, but this has been great. And I, I, I like this. I, I like this. This is like this is what I want to be. Me in. too. This type of podcast. Yeah. The Lockwalk shouldn't I'm be hosting genuinely... us anymore, please. I am going to vote the Lockwalk out. <laughs> yes, okay. out. Yeah. Please. Because guys, stop! I'm no, not no, trying no. to take anybody's no, podcast No, we need a podcast like where we actually talk about the game. But the luck will be giving us this or that. Years. We don't want that anymore. Please, the luck will we we fire you. We have fired you from this. We, we, we just get it. I I I love the luck will. Just some of. I love the luck. No, no, no. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. No, 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 We need more of rookie, less of the luck More of rookie, less of the luck Yes, I agree with that one. But we still need you back. The luck one is and it's crazy uh, look, as I'm really oh I'm really enjoying this competitiveness between you guys and I'm genuinely looking forward to recording the final episode of this season. Just like whoever Aki, wins Aki, 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 great, there's gonna group. be a lot of talking. Aki, Aki you know has only one who's in bad boys? Who's in bad boys? Who's in but like Aki, people, like so people fucking gonna, up, right? Who is in bad boys? We're going to move on, guys. Aki, we're gonna move Mecca, on to predictions. Chibi. Okay. Ula. okay. I'm, sorry, what was that, David? Oh, you were saying something. I, I'm sorry. You... Oh, I was saying we're moving on to predictions. They're over here still, you know. No, I, I wanted to know. Who, I, wanted, I wanted to know who, who are the who are the bad boy members. He just he just listed So Ula, Akui, Emeka, Chibi. And Chibi, yeah. So four of you guys. Okay. All right. So I'm seeing so many I'm groups. Is equip with hey, bad boys. Six. No, I want to join with you. you. I not, need to go out for my own boys. Let me and I'm going to mute you again if you don't stop talking. So anyway, <laughs> to the predictions, I'm going to start with you, David. And we're going to start with the Chelsea-Leicester game. Chelsea is playing at the bridge. Um, Leicester's been in, I don't even know what to call their form. They've just been conceding left, right, and center. Fofana's leaving, possibly, most likely, to Chelsea. Um how do you think this game is going to go, and what's your scoreline? Okay. Can I caveat uh, pretty early by saying that some of the times the predictions early in the week, team news come in the middle and, like, things change. Like, the Liverpool one. 100%. Like, I was pretty down after that Brentford game, and they can't do this to the fans. Anyways, I spoke <laughs> to Chelsea, uh, about Chelsea and Leicester. Leicester seems to always kind of be a thorn in Chelsea's side. I've watched Leicester. They've been poor. They've been very poor. Like, it's disappointing. And Chelsea, mm-hmm. the thing is, like, uh, we go back. The players put in effort. It's just something that Tuchel can fix. It's a management thing. And it's the same. Most of the guys won the champs. So they just have to reorganize and take it 
Prediction-wise, I think Chelsea keep that shit. They're big at their back people in FPL. Maybe this okay. is ideal. So I'm going to go to zero. For now, see what I'm saying. Leicester City yeah, have already yeah. Taka. And they're still figuring themselves out. But Chelsea, with Koulibaly out with their red card, oof, that's going to be a problem. That just occurred to mm-hmm. me. Oh, circle back on me. You know, I have to think about circle back on me. Okay. Vic, I'm going to come to you then. Our resident Chelsea fan. Let me go How last. Let think... me go last. As a Chelsea fan, let oh me go my last. I deserve Vic, that. I'm gonna... As a Chelsea fan, I deserve that. Let this one you and this other one go. Whether you go first, whether you go last, I'm still going to need a projection. I but know, I'll I move know. on to George. Let me hear this other George. guys. Let me see how Let me see how their brain is moving so that I know. Why? So you can attack them? No, I want to know if, we're, if we're thinking the same on some things. But let me see. Let me, I let think me he's go. trying to tap some ideas. It sounds no, like he's looking for some inspiration. No, David, David has made some points. That's why David is making What's your points. prediction, George, for Chelsea Leicester? Oh, I think uh, well, Leicester is struggling, right? Leicester is struggling. Yeah, They're yeah, conceding yeah. a lot. Conceding a lot of goals. Um, I think it's going to be a tie. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a 2 2 type of game. 2 2. So I was gonna go. I was gonna go with a score draw. Um, so I'm thinking maybe three to somebody edges it. Um, right now, my gut feeling is saying Chelsea because I think he okay. he's gonna be forced to play Chilwell. Chilwell's gonna play. Mm. He's gonna have his guns at right back and left back. Um, I think Chelsea just by an inch, if not a goal draw. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'll the reason I say interesting is because we're talking about kind of how they've been struggling to score. Now you have them scoring three. But we'll see if all the the all the deal goes through uh between now and then. <laughs> I and think, I think three three. Uh he said three two or score draw. So, so, yeah. Queen knows. Queen knows. I think Chelsea is still going to win. The clean sheet is in general. Okay. I think Chelsea is still going to be a, I just don't know about the clean sheet. I don't know how he's going to shift that um, the absence, how he's going to shift it around. But I think they have enough quality to just, they need the points. Like, okay. So, who do you, what, what do you think? They're at home as well. I just looked at it. They're at home as they well. They are. And they have mm-hmm. to be better, yeah. Can I get a score line? Oh, I think it's going to be 3 1, Chelsea. Okay. And Vic, you have to be last. Here we are. Me and David, I think me and David think the same way, man. Yeah, but it's going to be, it's going to be a foot game. It's going to be a tight game, man, to be honest. But I, I think we still edge out. Mm-hmm. I don't think we, I don't think we put up another performance like we did this. If we bring out the same lineup, we'll, Definitely put up the same performance. But if the lineup changes, uh, I see us winning 3 1. 3 1. Yeah. Okay. So we have three people expecting three goals from the Chelsea. Are Chelsea going to score three goals? <laughs> I'm going to score two. I don't know. No, no, no. no. Too late. Shut no. up, shot. We'll score. We'll score. We'll score. We'll score. We'll score. We'll score. We'll be fine. <laughs> For Fana, is not going to play. So I am going to move on to 
the City Palace game. And George, we will start with you. Mm. Kind of like a low-key, like, you know, nervous going into this game. Because the way Crystal Palace has been playing and the way, you know, they're, they're being set up, you know, they, mm-hmm. seem, they seem very solid. Um, but I still and, you know, ex- Pep might be trying to spice things up and might let Palace draw, so... I mean, there's a chance for that, but, like, you know, there's a chance, there's always a chance for that to make other teams, like Arsenal, for example, make Arsenal think about it. But, no, I don't think think that's going to happen. I think City's going to win that game. It's going to be a really close game, but I think City's probably going to win. Okay. A 2, not a 3-1 type of game. 3-1. Okay. Vic. Who do you have winning this game? City is at home. Well, please, if you guys are hearing any banging sound, it's I have new kids. They just moved upstairs and they're going crazy. Mm. Okay. Your daughter kids, really? No, I do. My neighbors. I have just new neighbors that just moved upstairs and like the kids are going crazy. But um, for the game though, um, City wins three one. Three one. Wow. Two three one so far. Aqui. I need Zaha to Well you guys are right, but you're also wrong. The final score is gonna be two zero. I think um Patty V is fantastic, but he's just he just doesn't have the quality. Um that game was a little too close. I know Pep is gonna be mad. Um two zero, it may be more. Okay. So you think that he's keeping a clean sheet no matter what? You know what's funny? Pep has not been in Patrick Vieira, like, ever. <laughs> but Aquiz, he has never won against Patrick Vieira. City, True. 2-0. Okay. <laughs> David! David, David, David. You rookie. So City, this, Palace. This one, this one, this one. Hmm. I think City is gonna win win the game. Oh, I think they're gonna win. Yeah, right. So, okay. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. That laugh, like that laugh, could have gone either way. No, I think I think City is going to to win that one. Vieira is doing a fantastic job. I I apologize for all slander. Like the guy, the guy, the guy is an actual brilliant coach. But I think City is going to take wrong. it. Um, Newcastle, exp- they need to just talk to Foden, man. Like, dude, you, you, come on, cut the ball back, bro. But um, the sheet, I'm not sure about. Manchester City will score goals. They always score against Crystal Palace. They always find a way to get through. I think it's going to be 3-0 City. I'm going to stick on this. I've, I've seen City when they're actually serious. Against Newcastle, they targeted. Say, Maxim, and they targeted that gap behind Walker perfectly. I don't think it will happen too much so if they drop back that line a little bit. So that's going to be a problem. But I think that City are going to act like be at their, their best for this 3-0. Foden should just cut the ball back, man. Like, you know. <laughs> okay. So we've got you for 3-0. Mm-hmm. So David, I'm going to stick with you. Southampton United. Oh, my. United won nicely today, but this is Southampton away for United. Um, 
Southampton, you don't, you never know what United you are going to get. And these guys only care. I just told you when the pressure is on, and you know people are saying drag him out of his house. Anyways, mm -hmm. um, we should win that game. I uh, going off the momentum that we currently have. Um, I don't know what we're going to set up like. I, I think we are going to take that game. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a two-zero Manchester United. I, I like. Oh. I think Varane should play. Yes, I've seen. I've watched a lot of extended highlights. I don't understand why we have Varane and we don't play him. Hopefully, we Camero mm -hmm. and the Malaysia guy. The way you guys are also saying, confirm what people are saying online, like everything. I, mm -hmm. I like it. So if Ten Hag is figuring stuff out, we should be able to like play, cut out the mistakes, bro. You don't think a James Ward Prowse <laughs> free kick might? I mean, if you're a serious team, we we. We should we should be like playing seriously. Uh, James Ward Prowse okay. is fantastic, but you know we should have to shut him down. We have enough quality, you know. So you have United winning yeah. by two. Yeah. Okay, George, may I have your prediction? Southampton versus United. I think Southampton is struggling. Like they're also struggling too. Um, I think United is going to win this one. So I'm going to go with like a. A three-one type of game, three-one. Okay. Aqui, I have your prediction. I'm sorry, guys. It's gonna be two-two. Heartbreaker. Boom. Why so, Aqui? Aqui talks like he's he's from the future. Why so? <laughs> I mean, it's my opinion. Yeah, you guys ask me. Me, I'm confident. I don't go back and forth. These are how I see things. I'm consistent. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, like, based on what I can tell, it, you guys said it was in Southampton's house, yes? Yeah. St. Mary's. Okay. St. Mary, every time United United has had a good game, um, when I, even when Mourinho, I think it was, like, 2-2, that City game, just look at the following results. You guys are going to... Um, what's it called, land. Southampton has had a slow start, which is why I'm giving United two goals. But they're going to be at home, home fans. They understand how important it is. I'm telling you, just watch and see. And then now, this guy will mess around and start Christian. You guys just watch that game. But if he mm -hmm. gets the run up light, it might be 3-1. Well, you got 2-2. Two -two. That's how I see it. Okay, 2-2. Two -two. Vic, I'm going to let you round this out. May I have your prediction, please? Man, if these guys come out this anyway, I can't even say, man. If United come out the same way they played today, um, they were still pressed, though, but they were still able to find a way to score goals. Um, Southampton, they're really tricky, man. That's a very tricky team. You just don't know what you get out of them in any game. And United, they'll think United is a big side just from the from the game they played out this week against Liverpool. I think I'll follow Aqui, man. 2-2. Two -two. Too. Okay. This okay. guy is definitely looking for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm looking for inspiration. No, I'm not looking for inspiration. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm just looking at the stats, man. I'm looking at the facts. You know, I'm saying if United play the same way they play today, they'll win. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. I don't, you, you don't know what you get from United, man. Today, Because it's because they're playing Liverpool today. So it's like, man... It's the same with Arsenal. When Arsenal is playing Chelsea, it's like they come out guns blazing. It's like you don't even know what Arsenal you get. Like you always get the ones that are feisty, you know? And so 
That's what I'm saying with Southampton. They look at United and say, man, United just beat Liverpool. Man, they want us to do it to be a scrappy fight, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still see two to be honest. All right. So, this has been a really great episode. We're going to move on to our final words. David, Wait. I'm going to start with you. Why are we not predicting anything but- Arsenal related? I mean, we can. I feel we like can we definitely make, predict. We even talk about That's enough, full like, like, I don't know. Like, we need to let's, talk. let's predict. Let's predict the Arsenal game. Arsenal is playing Fulham at home on Saturday. Saturday, yeah, Saturday afternoon. Akwi, let's start with you. Um, so one thing about me, you guys will come to learn. I generally don't bet or do anything Arsenal related, but I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys. Um, my prediction, I just don't do numbers. It's going to be an Arsenal W by God's grace. Um, but I do think we may mess around and concede because Mitrovic is going to Mitrovic. But, you know, we have reinforcements now that I'm very confident should be able to handle him. So Arsenal victory, um, I can't give you the score sheet. It could be 3-0, it could be 3-1. I need a score. I need a score line. Jinx it. Come on, jinx yourself. Jinx yourself. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <Shige>. <laughs> go back and forth. <laughs> I don't do it. I'm, I'm strictly facts and results. Three one up the arsenal. Ah! Oh. Three, He's gonna be the around. Arsenal. George. I love uh, that. Can I ask Aqui a question whilst we're on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want, make, I, make it quick. Yeah, I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. She spent a lot of time. I just want, uh-huh. I want us to have, you know, this audio, this evidence, right? So, Aqui. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's Arsenal. I can make it quick. It's Arsenal a title contender. Yes. Next question. <laughs> So, where do you think Arsenal is going to finish? Um, in the top four. Next question. So, oh, now, give position. me a position. Give me a position. I, I, I like that. No, like. I've made zero predictions. I told you, if you want my predictions, wait until after the transfer window. I'm nothing but consistent. I haven't given you any predictions. So, Arsenal is If the there's one team I'm sure of, it's Arsenal. I'm not going back and forth with you. Okay, I told okay, you what okay, I stand. If okay, I'm wrong, okay, I'm wrong. yeah, I've heard a few. Oh. So, Arsenal is a title contender. And they will finish in the top four. Correct. Book it. Okay. Cool. Fine. Okay, George. All right, let me give you my your prediction. prediction. I think Fulham is going to win that game 2-1. <laughs> Mitrovic and Reed. What's that? That's his name, right? Reed. Oh, the guy with Reed. Reed. Oh, uh, you're doing great, sweetie. You are doing fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this clip. 2-1. Vic. May I have your prediction, please? <laughs> oh my god, though. Yeah, I love this. You know, it's good to see this type of rivalry. It's like Tukul and Conte. Yeah, it was good. They are playing at the Emirates. Ooh, they're home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Stand by your guy. 
That's your guy. Stand by him. He said to me, everybody was clapping and rejoicing. Stand by your guy. One thing you learn, come to learn about Akwi, I come with the receipts. One what? thing they know me for, receipts. Akwi is referring to somebody third person, bro. <laughs> Come on, come on, Vic. Come oh on. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's good? <laughs> Let's hear it. Yo, Vic, say it with your chest, bro. Like, don't be scared yeah, I know, of Aki. Right? Aki can do <laughs> shit. Like, come on. I don't know what's good. Say it, let's keep it pushing. See, it's almost my bedtime. Oh my God. Give it away. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You guys are making me laugh. I cannot keep myself together. Yo, it's this game, I, I don't know. It's together. like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't know why you guys take so long. Give hold us on, a score okay, 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 hold on. I need to, I need to analyze the game first. I got, I got to picture the game in my head. So I should ask you the question, what have you been doing this whole time? No, you guys have been making me laugh. That's what you've been doing. You're making me laugh. Okay. okay. I'm going to come back to you. All right. Or you, do you have a scoreline for me? Oh, this is a tough one. Come back to me, man. I need to, I need to get this laugh out of my system. David, give me a scoreline. 2-2. Two, two. Okay. We're back to you, Vic. 2-2. <laughs> uh... two, two. Thank you, David. I said I was home. Man, that's yes. really tough. You said that four times. I said I was hot right now, man. That's the thing. They're hot right now, man. That's the thing. Dog, ask the question. Fam, I need a score. Like, we've been on the floor. You'll now come back in 20 seconds. I say, wow. Fulham is away. I know. Wait. Yo, Fulham is away. Okay, okay, Akri, let's do this. Let's do this. It's not my, it's your prediction. Vic, give That's me the a thing, man. Listen, no, I don't, because, Abby. listen, you know, you know that, because I, I want to see, I know the way Arsenal, when they crash, when Arsenal crashes, bro, it's going to be crazy. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Answer the question. All this now, story. Simple scoreline. When Arsenal rises and the fall, the crash. I don't want to say a number now and then tomorrow it will come out and there's just flow. It's, that's why it's a prediction. No, like, no one's going to hold a gun to your head if it's wrong. It's fine. No, but it is, I, I was, if I want to hate, if I want to come out and hate next okay. week, I won't be able to hate. Vic, Vic Arsenal, we're Arsenal. Move on to final. Okay, Arsenal. Arsenal, Arsenal win 2 1. Okay. Thank you. Thank oh, you. I'm very proud. I think you did fantastic. <laughs> what was the prediction, Vic? 2 1 Arsenal. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, anyway. Flip, you know what? The, ge- oh, the, the game okay. is 2 1. I don't know who wins. You've already said 2 1 Arsenal. That's what I have. We're keeping it at that. We're going to move on there to final words. And you know what, Vic? Just because you wanted to be a paid and buy behind, you're I'll going go first with your first. final words. As I much know. as you hate it, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Good. Go Telling first. me for five minutes, Arsenal's at home. Like, I didn't say it was at the Emirates. Ten minutes uh, Hurry up. <laughs> okay, first, um, well, it's been, this is actually one of the best podcasts I've had in a while. It's been a, it's been a fun night, you know, but 
uh man, I just I need I need Chelsea to bounce back ASAP. You know, whatever signings we're actually gonna get, let's just get them. For final deal, I don't want it because that's a lot of money. But if that's the way it's gonna be, your money. If, if, if the coach feels like that's the that's the signing that we need and he feels that's the, it's gonna work, I'll I'll back him. But I'm just praying, you know, that we, we can get back in form right now because you know we need to start performing. We can't be having these baby teams coming and be spanking Champions League team. It doesn't make any sense. You get so but yeah. It's my final word. Thank you, Vic. David, I'm going to come to you. Thank you, Rookie. Thank you. I've had a wonderful time recording with you guys. Uh, I'm glad that this Manchester United win has happened, you know, because if this thing, had, if we had lost 5-0, it would have been a humanitarian crisis, man. Like, it's a lot <laughs> A lot of fans out there. I don't know if you guys have noticed. You know they feel they are quiet at work these days. They don't say much. <laughs> they don't say much. But yeah, the season has started. I'm I'm glad that you know it's not about stories that the players actually put in effort. That's a fan. That's all I ask for. Put in effort, man. If I'm gonna wake up at uh, 10 a.m., 8 a.m., 11 a.m., put in effort. So like, big up, you know, Manchester United. I'm proud of the guys. Marcus Rashford showed them why he's a doctor. MBE, or maybe you release another book, but you know, there's all seriousness. You should just oh my God. put in effort and keep like delivering. That's what we need on the field. But like, yeah, could us could us to them. Good, good win. Cool, George. I'm gonna come to you. May I have your final word? It's Lil Pep back again. Aqui. We need, <laughs> we need, we need Aqui in the next podcast. I enjoy yeah, the banter with him. Um, but he, I mean, he spews a lot of garbage, but we still need someone, someone like that to be spewing that type of garbage. Uh, anyways, bro, <laughs> <laughs> my last words going to Javi, Javi Ball, you know, you also hey, on the slow, slow night, night. for one, exactly. I'm excited. Lewandowski opened his account, and Sufati is back. Do you understand? A, um, a goal and two assists. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like you know, but like you know, this is expected. I want us to uh, register Kunde. So I'm, Victor, call your people. Let them buy Aubameyang, so we can register Kunde that we you know we hijack from you guys. So call your people. Make sure they pay down money. Um, Man City, Pep, man, Pep. You know, keep them on there. Make them think there's a competition, but we all know who's gonna win the league at the end of the season. So, hey, you know, give them something to talk about. Give them a headline. This Crystal Palace game, if you like, lose lose that game. Lose that game. Because your only real competition is Liverpool. And Liverpool is struggling. The, the elephants at the top of the table will drop eventually. But, hey, give them something. Give them give them something. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Akri, final words from you, please. Well, my final word, uh, I think it's been my word for the last year and a half, you know, when George and his brigade of curious Georges were asking thousands and thousands of questions. I think I was very consistent. I said, trust the process. We're rebuilding the team. We're building an identity. I think um, over the course of eight episodes of All or Nothing, I was proven right again. Um, I think that was fantastic. I'd like to encourage all my fellow Arsenal fans to... You know, continue to trust the process. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. 
Um, we've seen the progress, nine points better off than we were a year ago. There are lots of positive signs. Trust the process, support the lads. And uh, no, this has just been a fantastic pod. It was nice to put some faces to the names, David and Vic especially, and then, you know, the others. You know. <laughs> rookie, rookie. I'm talking about you, Rookie. No, no, the Rookie is a homie. You, rookie knows his all, love. She knows what time it is. Rookie, you were talking I think about Rookie you. and David, I think other. it's actually important that I notice. Rookie <laughs> and David are two of the only United fans I can tolerate. Because the other United fans in my circle, when I tell you, if there's any agenda I have, it's against United. But, you know, actually meeting proper United fans, I can see that why maybe some people may like you. Barcelona, I don't know. I used to respect them. And then in the space of maybe two hours, out the window. So we just thank God for his messes. And, you know, we look forward to the next game week. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Akwe. Um, I actually have final words this week. United last week had me at a loss for words. Oh, no, we have to celebrate with you. Congrats, 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 I am, I am very happy about today's win. Obviously, today's win doesn't mean, you know, anything in terms of the rest of the season if we revert back to the performances um, that we started off the season with. So shout out to United, um, shout out to Marcus Rashford. I hope that today's goal gives you the confidence you need um, for you to get back to who we fell in love with. Also have a shout out to um, Jurgen Klopp. I don't know if he knows that there are 90 minutes in a football game because, and I quote from Klopp, he said, we are really in the game, then we can see the second. We lost 2-1 because time ran out. The watch ran down without any football. So, yeah, I still, I still can't that, believe that. Did, did he actually say that? He did. And I don't know if he knows how many minutes are in a match. If you don't score before time runs out, that is what happens. You lose. Um, so, jagged, shout out jagged, to Jurgen Klopp. He said that today. Um, Was that today? He said that today. He did. He did. Shout shout out to Fulham. Shout out to them watering their pitch. It wasn't a dry pitch that made Liverpool draw first match of the season. (laughs) And Klopp, you know what? You should write a novel because you just come up with so many different excuses. And it's always a pleasure to listen to them all. Last but not least, shout out to Carrie. How many hogs? David, how many hogs? Ten hogs. <laughs> All right. Wait, so final note, just to send I off. I love you. <laughs> just to send off, just to send off. Uh, my spoiler of the week is that non-run forest Spurs game. Spoiler of the week. That's what I'll say. What does that mean? Right. That means Spurs is going to win or Spurs is going to That means yeah. wait and see. Wait and see. Akwe thinks he's from the future, guys, but he's not. <laughs> Akwe's back from the future but to our listeners we thank you for listening as always this has been such a great episode thank you to our analysts and we will catch you guys next episode the Lapo will be back hosting. yo we gotta drop the video